Hello everyone, welcome to Discovering Humanity and Health, a podcast dedicated to educating students about the applications of cultural competence, as well as the prevalence of disparities in healthcare. I'm your host, Shani B. In today's episode of Discovering Humanity and Health, we have a special guest, Roma, who is joining us to talk about public health and healthcare in general. Roma is the founder of Healthcare at the Helm. So Roma, could you introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Roma Jaw, and I am 17 years old, and I'm currently a junior in high school. I am from Morristown, New Jersey. So in South Jersey, just about um, 30 minutes from Philadelphia, and I go to Morristown Friends School. Awesome. That sounds wonderful. So could you tell us a little bit about Healthcare at the Helm and its mission statement? So Healthcare at the Helm really aims to do two things. One, it aims to raise awareness and bring attention to issues and topics um, that fall in the healthcare system and public health. And I really emphasize that it's all parts of the healthcare system, you know, not just physicians or nurses, the people that we would normally think of, but also public health officials, EMTs, people that do research that try and help populations, all of that is so important and so interconnected. And the mission statement of Healthcare at the Helm, the other part is to introduce perspectives from physicians, healthcare professionals, um, other health officials, uh, such as public health officials and students to conversations about healthcare and public health issues. And that really stemmed from the fact that I saw that a lot of time politicians were discussing issues with healthcare and public health. And while their stance is important to an extent, I thought that having people that, you know, saw the healthcare system in action every day, saw how it affected people every single day, I thought that that would be absolutely invaluable. And that's when I kind of started everything and started getting more students and more professionals overall. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that comprehensive approach to healthcare that is reflected in your mission statement is really eye-opening to those who don't usually consider so many different perspectives. So the next question that I wanted to ask you is actually about your executive board, because that's one of the things that I found really unique about healthcare at the helm. And I just thought it was so cool how you have all these specialities under your board. So could you just explain to our audience what prompted you to do that? So it's kind of a funny story because I'm someone who, you know, I really like having a team. I really like working with others, but I also do like to have my own creative abilities and really able to drive um, the ideas of my project. So when I was thinking about creating a team for healthcare at the helm, I thought a really interesting thing that could happen was other students who are interested in such some type of health field really bring their passions to the organization, whether that be diversity and inclusion. We have biotechnology, education, social media, and outreach. All of those things, each of the executive board members are so, so passionate about, and they allow themselves to really look through that lens of diversity or biotechnology and look at the healthcare system. And in that way, the organization just looks at the system from so many different points of view. So I think it's really eye-opening for myself when I see 
all of the content that my members produce as well as for them when they're creating it and for any other people that like looking at Healthcare at the Helm's content and want to learn a little bit more about our mission. That seems really cool. I love that idea of having different people have different specialities. Um, my next question for you is actually about one of your blog posts that caught my eye. And I think it was titled The Need for Diversity Among Medical Professionals. And I thought that was really interesting considering that humanity and health has a similar focus. So I just wanted to ask you about your thoughts on the current state of the healthcare industry in terms of diversity. And what do you think could help improve this? I feel like in healthcare overall, Having a genuine connection with the patient, with the professional, with the official is so important because not only does it foster a closer relationship and just allows for more success in the future, but it also creates the sense of comfortability and a sense of understanding, which is so important when you do want to attain that progress and success that I mentioned before. So I think there is, you know, there's a decent amount of the way to go. I feel like this issue is really coming to light right now, which is excellent and amazing. But I feel like to combat disparities and to combat other issues when it comes to um, physician patient, making sure that everyone is getting the best, the best quality of and access to healthcare, because that is such a prevalent issue. And I feel like it really came to the forefront of the COVID-19 pandemic when there were such disparate results between certain groups, such as when it comes to race or socioeconomic status, immigrant status. And I feel like by introducing more, more groups of people, more people into that professional standpoint, it allows the patient to feel more comfortable. They feel a bit more understood. And I agree that humanity and health does such a good job of emphasizing the need for cultural competency, among health professionals, because that sense of understanding is sometimes irreplaceable. And sometimes the only way you can get that is when you see someone who looks like you as a health professional. And it's also great for the professional or physician themselves because they feel like they're able to provide the best possible care to their patient. And that is so incredibly important. I agree with you. And that was very well put. Um, I thought it was also really cool that you brought up that the COVID-19 disparity and how it really highlighted the need for greater diversity among the healthcare professionals. And I actually wrote a blog post about that. And through my research, I really saw that certain races and ethnicities had much higher levels of COVID-19. And I 100% agree with you that bringing in more, um, more, a greater diversity of healthcare professionals really helps the patient be seen and be heard. So moving on to our next question, um, I was actually really fascinated by your conversation with Dr. Reed Tuxen about the social determinants of healthcare. And that's actually something that I personally studied a lot for HOSA. So I was really interested in hearing your take on how these social determinants influence the outcome of healthcare treatment for the patient. Yeah, of course, my conversation with Dr. Reed Tuxen was just amazing just to start. He's such an amazing gentleman. And I was so grateful that I was able to sit down with him and speak with him about his role and learning about kind of the power of really caring about what's around you and understanding the society around you and the social determinants that play a role 
um, in every single aspect of our society. But of course, as you said before, in the COVID-19 pandemic, social determinants, there's so many layers to that. There are there's socioeconomic status, there's race, there's culture, there's ethnicity, there's immigrant status. There's so much to unpack. Then there's also jobs, something that you might not even consider, but something that plays such a huge role. And I remember in my conversation with Dr. Tuxin, he spoke about how he was speaking to um, a colleague of his who had a brother who was a bus driver. And he is an African-American and he is of lower socioeconomic status. And he explained how, especially in the midst of the pandemic, we're giving so much appreciation to our medical professionals and all of our essential workers. But sometimes those essential workers are left out. And sometimes we forget that. And then the quote was, we may be essential, but we are not disposable. And I feel like I know that Dr. Tuxin's, um, his friend's younger brother was really speaking from a place of experience and speaking from a place that a lot of us can't understand. And I think it's so important to understand those social determinants and to really see and uncover the issues that are embedded in our society for a better future in healthcare and public health. So that way we can combat worsening health outcomes and really foster an environment in which everyone feel safe. And I think that can manifest itself in so many different ways. Absolutely. And that's, um, that's kind of one of the reasons why part of humanity and health mission statement is to increase this cultural competence, because social determinants of healthcare very much fall under that, especially as you mentioned, in relation to culture, ethnicity and religion. So it's brilliant to hear your take on that. Um, so another component of healthcare at the helm that I found really intriguing is the biotechnology aspect of public health. And I know you mentioned that you actually had a biotech specialist in your, as part of your team. And I know that you also acknowledge this with your blog post, but biotechnology raises a lot of controversy, especially in relation to ethics. So I was hoping you could explain a bit more about the situation and inform our audience as to why this is such a hot topic. I think personally, when I was getting started with healthcare at the helm, I had never thought of biotechnology in terms of the healthcare system. It just had completely slipped my mind. And I'm so, so grateful that my biotechnology specialist, she approached me. She said, I'm really interested in getting involved with your organization. How can I contribute? And I even asked her, is there something that you really care about that you feel like you can bring. And then I said, even if you don't think it relates, I will work with you to implement this into the organization, no matter what it is. And she said, biotechnology. And at first I was just so intrigued and I still am because especially in our world, that's becoming so technologically centered. Um, I feel like it has really taken over our lives. And now there's so many places where 30 years ago, you would never even think of using technology and um, genetically modifying things and even um, pluripotent stem cell biotechnology. All of those are playing such a big role and it brings up so much controversy, but I feel like it's such an important topic that some of us don't recognize yet must be discussed because as our world becomes more dependent on technology, 
I feel like, especially in the medical field where we're always looking for new innovative treatments and vaccines and any way to try and help the patient, I think that technology does come into the conversation. And at some point you need to have the conversation and you need to have an understanding of what is too far, what seems like it is. And I quote um, my biotechnology specialist, Medha, in saying that what becomes like a little too inhumane? When do, when do we kind of defy the laws of human nature? And I feel like that wasn't a, a really a question before, you know, in recent years. And nonetheless, I feel like it is more pressing now than ever. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And this question of ethics, it's very new. It's very unprecedented. There's no structure that we can kind of go forward off of. And I think um, this question of ethics, uh, laws, lawmakers, and politicians also play such a big part in this. And that's why I think healthcare at the helm has such a wonderful mission statement because it tries to include all of these unique perspectives. And I totally agree with you that this is a conversation that just needs to be had. Um, and that's the last question that I have for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your, your valuable inputs in healthcare at the helm. I love your mission statement and your website. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I love being on the podcast. It's such an amazing thing. And I feel like we do have some overlap, yet we can bring so many interesting insights into it. So thank you so much. Thank you. And that wraps up the third episode of Discovering Humanity in Health. Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about public health, visit www.healthcareatthehelm.com and stay tuned for more episodes at humanityandhealth.org.